WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello everyone, hope you're all doing well. It's February 25th, 2021, and you're deep in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. Ah, uh, Sam, it, did you ever know there's this thing where people actually do gender reveal parties? Yeah, I think it's pretty popular. People, you know, they just like cut a cake and, you know, the color is blue, it's a boy, and red or pink is a woman, girl, right? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, it was just, yeah, was something like that. But I was like noticing uh, the other day that I saw an article and it was like this guy had died from explosives, it was preparing for a gender reveal party. Explosives? Like, was he blowing yeah, so up a building they, or something? He's he's blowing up. I don't know. He's blowing something up to I guess to to indicate the color of the baby. You okay. Know, it was a blue, blue, you know, bluey pink for for whatever baby, whatever the baby's gonna sure. be. Sure. And I was like, why are people doing this? Because like, because I remember, remember this summer, um, I think it was in El Dorado. There was a there somebody had gender reveal parties. Same same thing. Mm-hmm. They had explosives, and they ended up start like sparking off a fire, and it and it went out of control and it killed like a firefighter. Oh shit! And it was like a big, yeah. It, it, but it was like a pretty, it was a pretty good amount of uh, force that just fucking caught on fire because these guys did <laughs> the reveal party. Holy shit! So whatever happened, like I said, to the cake or like I remember they do like a piñata and and you know like like whatever color came out. Like I said, it'd be confetti that was either blue or pink. So that's like getting too lame now. Like people have to blow yeah. things up. Yeah, that's, I think it's ridiculous. I don't know why people because they already don't they people do like a. The ba- like the baby showers? Yes, that people it's, were doing thought, that too. So why 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 do they have to find out what the fucking why do they have to tell everybody what the gender is? Nobody really cares except the the parents. They're like yeah, they're like the parents are like there's maybe like four people in the family that would actually give a shit. You know, I think I think a lot of this is because they want people to give them gifts or get them the appropriate gifts, right? So, like, if, if I'm having kids, more kids, I don't need more than 13, but if I'm having another kid, you know, I want, I, you know, I want people to buy me shit. I, I want to be, you know, I want to be taken pampered and all that stuff. And I think that's why they're doing it. But, but I mean, fuck, you could just tell everybody, hey, guess what? We're having a boy. You know, remember, remember yeah. I mean, remember when we were younger, <laughs> they used to give those yeah. really shitty cigarette cigars. <laughs> oh, remember yeah. those? They were like, like just, they, they were like trashy. Blue ones. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they're it like just, Swisher Sweets, but even worse. worse. Yeah, they're like super dry. <laughs> <laughs> you can even smoke them. They're just no. different for like show, basically. Yeah, but, yeah, and it would be like, it's a boy, and, and it's a girl, yeah. and that was it. And now you're saying that they're blowing stuff. Like I said, the most I had seen was was piñatas with, you know, the the different or the cakes. Yeah. Or, or maybe a balloon, you know, coming out, and it pops, you know. But damn, I haven't heard any pyrotechnics. That's That's too much for me, man. Yeah, people are just doing that, and then people are fucking getting hurt. And I just don't understand why you would go to that extent, you know, to to tell them that you're having a what sex the, the, the sex child the is. is. Yeah, yeah, this doesn't make any don't know. fucking sense. No, it doesn't. I just meets me, man. Yeah. That's I, that's why I don't go to parties. I stay home, and I just watch TV because you don't have to worry. 
I don't. You don't have to get anyone a gift. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, there you go. You don't have to give any gifts. You don't have to talk to people. I know. Only, you know, like if I really go on to go out of cake, I'll fucking buy my own cake and ice cream and eat it. Oh yeah, get yourself way, something you want. Whole, yeah, I get the whole cake to myself. Yeah, that's and true. the ice creams. So yeah. it's even better. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to scoop it over the bunch of snot nosed kids or any adults yeah. that are all pompous, telling telling about their good <laughs> lives and yeah, talking about how awesome their kids are and they're yeah, pieces of shit because mm-hmm. the way they look. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I stay home and watch TV, and I watch something. I I really love this show. Like, you know, I'm four episodes in, and it's on Sci-Fi, and it's called The Resident Alien. Resident Alien. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, so I've heard of that one. I, it's it's at a. What's I've been told from? it's He's, good. The Alan Tudyk or something. Yeah, from he used to be on like Firefly that that old that old fire show on on uh, I think it was Fox. On Fox, yeah. But. Yeah, but man, it's so good. It's so good. Basically, he's an alien. He lands on on Earth, and he's he's shape. He's a shape shifter, I guess. He take, he can take the DNA and and shape into uh, whatever he sees. Okay. And he ends up killing the person that he he saw, and it shifts to that that uh, that image of that person. So he basically takes but, over him. Yeah. He, so he, he basically took over his life. Person. Yeah. Okay. Um, his whole purpose for being there was to to destroy all mankind mm-hmm. with the with the with some bomb that or some kind of bomb that would disintegrate all all humans on the planet. But now and, he's getting a second chance. He's seeing the people. And so now, now, no, he still wants to kill them. <laughs> oh, he still wants to kill them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's, so like he goes and he he basically takes that form and then he has to uh, and then uh, they at that same time. The doctor in that that small town, because where he landed was a small town in Colorado. Okay. And so the doctor in that town, he died from a murder, mm. and so he was the only he's the only one educated, like a doctor educated. So they need him to come do the the autopsy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And but you know he's an alien and they don't know that so they're and but he's trying to so while he's doing that he becomes like the town doctor eventually. Mm-hmm. And he's still trying to figure out who murdered the, the old doctor. Yeah. But yeah, but like so it's just what's keeping him from blowing up the earth? Then basically, he crash landed. Sorry, since he's like it crashed in the mountain, so it's like his ship's buried somewhere in the mountain, somewhere in snow. Mm-hmm. So he ha- he spends his time trying to find his ship so he can find the bomb to blow everybody up. Wait, he crash landed, but he doesn't know where the ship's at. Yeah, because parts of his ship fell apart. And so, like, oh. it did land in certain parts of the mountain. So he has to, so like, he'll go out looking for it mm-hmm. while he's all doing all this other stuff. It's pretty much a dark comedy, which is got and it, it's got really it, funny. It. Okay, okay. I've heard a lot of good things about it, but I haven't seen it yet. And I was thinking, you know, I'll wait for the season to end before I, you know binge it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it comes every week. So, I mean, yeah. I watched I it on the that. sci-fi, on the sci-fi uh, app or something. Uh, the web their their website app. Yeah. So I watched. They give you four episodes, but then the fifth one, you actually have to have like a cable service in order to watch it. Oh, that so now is I gotta not wait. You. Yeah, I was you. really upset. I was like, "Damn it!" Now, like, now I gotta wait. Now I gotta wait. But I'll probably find some other way to. To I'm sure you'll find it somewhere. Get a hold of it. Yeah, so, someone's got to have it somewhere on the intranets. Yeah, I think it's somewhere on the dark web you'll find it. So. Yeah, so I started watching. I don't know why I started watching this because I'm, I, you know, 
I like King of Queens. And remember you were talking a, a few episodes back about, you know, Kevin James doing those sound off, you know, um, on YouTube, some of those videos and they were funny. I've been a fan of him. You know, I like his stand up and stuff. And so he, I didn't know, but he has another show and it's on Netflix, another sitcom. And it has laugh tracks. That's a part I don't like. I'm not going to promote that part. But his last show, he had King of Queens and he had another show after that called Kevin Can Wait. And he was a family man in that. And he just doesn't do good like that because that show fucking sucked. And I don't think I laughed in two seasons like really once at all. <laughs> but on this one, the crew, it's it's a little bit better. I've actually laughed like there's 10 episodes and I've probably, I think I laughed like maybe four times, which is way more than... Mm-hmm. Than uh, I did on the other one. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, you know, I give it a chance. You know, I, I give a lot of things a chance, like one or two episodes a chance, and it was alright. It, it had my. It was something that was just you know mind numbing. You know, I didn't have to pay attention. It wasn't like a documentary where you have to focus and. Yeah, it's and, a sitcom. Like everything's yeah, something like in a half yeah. hour. And and again, I'm not promoting sitcoms because I'm not really a fan of sitcoms. Honestly, I'm not. I know I've I've in the last you know, few months I've talked about a couple sitcoms that have been good, but. This is uh this is it was okay you know it was okay seeing Kevin James it it's it's not bad and I'm just kind of waiting for other shows you know this season to end for other shows so I can binge them like you know like you said like Resident Alien yeah but you know it's a it's a filler and it's quick you know they release them all at once so I don't have to wait a week every week but I don't know it's it might be worth giving a shot for people who like Kevin James you know just. Just as, uh, but it's NASCAR that, and I'm not a fan of NASCAR at all. So, it's yeah, I think good... that's a bit the biggest thing when I watch it is because I don't really yeah, know anything I, about the world. It's not, it doesn't interest same, me. Same here. So it's kind of hard for me to, you know, I know to and, to connect with it exactly. Like, and I and I like and I like Kevin James. Like, mm-hmm. I I enjoy like his like I said his YouTube stuff was really good, but like I wish he would stay away from the sitcoms uh, and do. Do not something serious, but more, not as sitcom, you know, just like a, like a comedy show, but or a comedy, but not not a sitcom. Uh, maybe that's what maybe that's where he was the most successful, and he's just trying to recapture that. I don't know. He's trying to capture that. I don't know. I mean, but I mean, because his stand up was funny. You ever see him do stand up? Yeah, he's got a really good stand up. Like he's his, good. His, he's got a good shtick and everything, and, and yeah, he's and he got good really time. Well. Yeah, he's got a good timing. He's, yeah, you know, the, the way he says things, it's it's funny. It is funny, and you can't say but that with I, a lot of comics, honestly. Yeah, yeah, um, but I think it is. I think it's it's a know, sitcom thing. The sitcom thing that that's really what kind of fucks it up. Because, and then like his movies usually aren't that good. Every movie he's been like, in, I can't I can't say that any of them have been good, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, I, mean, I think. The closest one that people told me, I didn't watch it, but the one, because I hate Adam Sandler, but the one I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, a lot of people told me that was a decent movie. That was actually good. That was that, one that's of what I'm seeing. A lot of I people liked, have yeah. told me that, but everything else with Kevin James in it, I can't say that I've liked, like, honestly, yeah. movie-wise. He did one um, where he was a box, or he was a fighter. Oh, yeah, Here Comes the Boom or something? Or? Yeah, and that one actually I kind of liked. It was okay. It, it yeah, was okay. It I didn't think it was that good. But it was yeah, okay. and the reason and only, it was only because it was, was. <laughs> yeah, and it was only because Kevin James was doing it. It's it's, it's why I gave it a shot, and I mm-hmm. and I you know, same I, here. I gave it a lot of leeway. Exactly. Um, but Paul Blart but, was garbage. Did you see Paul Blart? <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> trash, man. <laughs> Grown ups. They made it. Did they make a sequel? Yeah, Paul Blart Two, Mall Cop, Mall Cop <laughs> yeah. Two. Yeah, it was, I don't know how we got a sequel to that. Um, yeah. Grown ups was trash. Um, 
Uh, did, what was that one zookeeper one? That was trash. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> just, and here it comes a boom. I, like, yeah. I mean, again, because it was fighting, so that's probably why I could relate to it. But I still yeah. didn't really care for it. But and I don't know if it's like Pixels was trash. I didn't like Pixels. I don't know if it's. I don't know if like they they actually maybe are successful. I don't. I don't know how. I don't really keep up on it. Maybe they. I mean, they're not great movies, but they're like maybe the amount of money they spent on it. So they actually do make money on his movies. So that's why he keeps making them. Maybe, but yeah, maybe. and it's he was, so, he, it always disappoints me because I expect because I know his stand-up's good and like the stuff he does on YouTube's good. So I don't understand why when he actually does something like mainstream, like it doesn't why it's trash. It doesn't <laughs> I, yeah, it doesn't resonate with me. No, I remember I remember the movie. Um, True Memoirs of an International Assassin. Like, when he came out, I was like, oh, shit, you know? And that was before... I, I mean, that was after, like, I'd seen Zookeeper and Paul Blart. So I was like, you know, like I said, Kevin James, I like him. I give him the benefit of the doubt. And then I watched that movie, and I, I, I usually don't turn off movies, but that one I fucking couldn't stand. Like, I, I think I watched, like, half of it, and I was like, fuck this. Like, Yeah, I was, I was the it, same way. It was, it, was, it was not good at all. And i I don't really do that with a lot of movies, like I can usually stomach a lot of movies and handle them, but this one was pfft, nah just just I don't know i don't I don't know what it is, maybe, and I think King of Queens was so good because you know I had uh, Jerry Stiller you know, yeah, as a he was a big, yeah, he was a big part of the of he was funny, that, man, that, that so guy good. was good, you know <laughs> he was <laughs> yeah his his bits were good, and yeah, he had a good cast around say, him, yeah, so it was a solid cast, so I think that's what mm-hmm. really really helped him out it was a good series because i think maybe he just needs more people to bounce stuff off of yeah him him as a family man that that other show kevin can wait was, i was not good man i was like fuck like and i and i sat through it you know i was like i want to support this guy you know i like him you know he needs money he's poor you know so I'll support him. <laughs> so, but uh yeah i just so i gave this one a shot and it, it was i gotta say i was actually surprised it was okay it wasn't horrible yeah again i don't resonate with nascar so I really yeah. don't know anything about it, but they don't get really too much into it. So no, it's it's more like you know, like the the people, like behind the, the business, scenes, yeah, behind it, the business of it, and in the shit that they do. I I saw the first episode. I thought it was I thought it was okay. It was okay. Um, I'd probably watch the whole thing if like if I'm really bored, I'd probably finish <clears throat> it. But yeah, other than that, yeah, take I I guess you know tell people just to give it a try. Yeah, like and again, not. the laugh tracks. You know, fuck it. I hate yeah. laugh tracks. That's kind of annoys the shit out of me, but I hate yeah, laugh tracks. I'll, 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 tr- I'll watch it just to help him out. Just yeah, him. yeah. He needs our money, man. He needs our support. Kevin James yeah. is poor. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're gonna take a break. We get back. We'll do shit on the internet. See you guys in a little bit. This week's sponsor is the mainstream media. When you need to know what's going on, turn to. We are taking over your broadcast. We are the group Street Arrow. They are lying to you. They want you to fight each other. They want you to think we are different, but we are not. We all bleed red. We are all humans. Straight Arrow has the answer to all our problems, and it's the one thing that brings us together. Bucking. We need you to fuck each other till we're so mixed. It doesn't matter. Come on, ladies. Let's get that jungle fever going. That's right, amigo. We want to see some Mexicanese babies. Just hanging out. The only way to save this world is to fuck our way out. Stop browsing the mainstream media and start up that Pornhub account. Help us save the world. Transmission over. That's right. When you need to know what's going on, turn to the mainstream media. Your best source for information. All right, so thanks for coming back. 
shit on the internet and got this first story here. I don't even know what to think anymore, man. So, denied once when he tried to get a handgun permit, a Tennessee man got ridiculous on his second attempt. Okay, so this guy failed, so he tried again. Robert mm -hmm. Halleck of Chattanooga, Tennessee, allegedly forwarded former President Barack Obama's name on a handgun permit application. Well, I don't know how he didn't get it. I mean, shit, that's the president, right? <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, he's ex-president, right? So Halleck was arrested last Thursday, according to the report, and tried to get the handgun permit on January 21st. He was charged with perjury, forgery, and identity theft, <laughs> according to the New York mm -hmm. Post. He allegedly sent a $50 check and letter with his unofficial, with his, with the official United States of America seal in the application, in a cute. <laughs> 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 and he used the name President Brock H. Obama. So so uh, he, he was original attempt was denied because he has an active arrest warrant in Michigan. So <laughs> that's why he used a different name. <laughs> so he's, he's like, fuck well, it, I'm going to use a name. Used, I'm going to use a golden name. Used, yeah, I don't know why he's using Obama because uh, apparently he's not a citizen, remember? he's. I, from, oh, he's yeah, from that's Kenya. true. That's right. So that's, yeah. probably, that's probably why he got denied the second time. That's probably too. why he was flagged, huh? <laughs> 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 that damn Obama <laughs> He's Kenyan. not from America That ain't no American yeah. citizen I know <laughs> Get a rope Yeah it's a, you're, not get, you're not getting no gun I know that's funny though He's Obama The official seal of the United States of America <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he actually thought it would work Or he was just like fucking around I don't, I don't know just like, ah, I mean, fuck it. Might as well try it I mean but think about it I mean you try it I mean, you, you know you have a warrant, so you're going to get denied, and there's a good chance to, they're, at, they're after you with the warrant, and then you try that. I mean, what's the... I mean, did he really think that could happen? Did he really think that would work? I don't... That's what I'm saying. I wonder... I, wonder I don't what, know. What was going through his mind? I'm pretty sure he... Maybe he did. Fuck. Maybe he's just set crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. Wish. Some people just think it's shit will work like that. Yeah, fuck it. I'll <laughs> do it. It's, it's fucking airtight. And, uh... Wonk, wonk, wonk. <laughs> so sorry obama you didn't get your gun oh no sorry buddy all right well i got a story here so an indonesian lady has elaborated how she gave birth to a healthy baby girl within one hour of getting pregnant by a gust of wind what so <laughs> so her seti zinea uh the woman from indonesia who has made claims of such a miraculous birth resulted not from sexual intercourse, but instead from wind entering her vagina. <laughs> the bizarre claim states, uh, the, the bizarre claim started to spread like wildfire around her small town after she gave birth to a, a baby girl. And she said, uh, she said, after afternoon prayers, I was lying face down on the floor when suddenly I felt the wind enter my body through my vagina. <laughs> she had to go... Yet the core shocker of the bizarre claim was that, that she reported having given birth within one hour of the wind entering oh, her body, God. during which she was she could visibly see her stomach stretch and grow larger, causing her to get labor pains. Hmm. Um, uh, Iman Suleiman, these are really tough names to pronounce, uh, director of the, the area community <clears throat> clinic, suggests that she... Uh, just might have had what they call cryptic pregnancy, which is uh, females are unaware that they're pregnant for a long time until they actually give labor. That's, I can see that. This girl's a whore. Yeah. This girl's yeah. a whore. She got pregnant by some guy. She <laughs> yeah. doesn't know who the dad is. <laughs> and she didn't want to tell nobody. 
And all of a sudden, oh my God, I'm pregnant by God. And then it's, yeah, you know, I, I knew a couple girls like that. There was, I, I, I remember, I remember one girl, like her sister told me like, yeah, we uh-huh. didn't know she was pregnant. She was just, she was kind of thick uh-huh. and she didn't tell anybody until it was like the day of. And then oh, she's really? like, she, and then she told her dad, like we were in high school and she, then she told her mm-hmm. dad and it, yeah, you got to take me to the hospital. He's like, what, why? I'm having a baby. He's like, what the fuck? So he, you know, he couldn't do anything, right? He's not going to beat her ass there and, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think, I think there's. I think that's like what he said. What do you call it? Phantom pregnancy? Is that what you said? It's a cryptic pregnancy. Oh, cryptic pregnancy. Yeah, I, I think I bet that's what it is. She was pregnant. Well, she I, just couldn't tell anybody. She couldn't tell her husband. Right? Oh. <laughs> 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 like, so it it's not yours, husband? buddy. Is that why? Oh, <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm saying this lady, she probably couldn't tell her husband, right? Oh, it's yeah. Not his. <laughs> it's not his. I, I, I know someone that ha- I don't know personally, but I've heard of something that happened to and when she had the baby, the baby became a leader of a giant religious uh, cult oh. called the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was, you know, that's funny. I was posting. I was sending out memes to people about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the last so time the, that woman, yeah, she, she whored around and she got pregnant and she had to say yeah, it was virgin. She started, virgin. started a whole fucking religion. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone believed it, huh? Just your admit your little trap. That's yep. all you got, you know. You're yep. just going to cause a lot of trouble if you don't. Yeah. Hey, no. Or like you said, might be a new religion. I mean, what are the? I wonder what the people there around the village are. Are they, like, seeing her as, like, some type of god, you know, deity? Well, yeah, they're, they're thinking, like, because basically, basically what, what they're, what's going on is the, the police are getting involved and trying to squash these rumors that she's actually had this miracle birth. Oh. And, you know, and... Uh, yeah, you, just, you ain't special, bitch, is what they're trying to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't special. <laughs> you just don't know who fucked you and got you pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's, they're basi- that's basically what they're saying. It's like, you know, he, this didn't yeah. happen by the wind. It was just yeah. your little, you've been putting dicks in your pussies, basically. Yeah, I know, right I know. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. You don't know what you did, got you pregnant. <laughs> you crazy, bitch, you crazy. <laughs> So I got this other story here. This knife-wielding barber got a painful surprise when he tried to hold up a convenience store in Birmingham, England. Surveillance video captured the suspect brandishing a large knife and walking into the store wearing all black with a ball ball cap. Or no, what's that? Balaclava covering his face. I don't know what that is, Mm. man. I think it's just a a mask, you know? So he walked up to the worker behind the counter and demanded cash. The cashier refused to hand over the money and instead threw chili powder in the man's face. Oh, shit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> As the suspect got hit with a large orange cloud, he bolted from the store. The store... <laughs> <laughs> it's Agent Orange, goddammit. No. <laughs> the store owner did not report the matter to the police, but released a video to highlight the crime. According to Metro, the shopkeeper keeps a tub of powder underneath the counter for cases just like this. <laughs> Never <laughs> like you know watch like like fighting movies and stuff. Remember Bloodsport? There's always like the there's always like the bad guy that has like throw shit in their fucking eyes and then yeah like, oh, yeah and then you have to blind you have to fight blind. Yeah yeah that's that's what it was. remember Bloodsport? He was all kicking the yeah. last guy's ass and then the guy had a pill in his like belt line and he crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow like all the people around didn't see it. Like there's like yeah, like, like a crowd of like forty people. Noticed it. Yeah, and he just gets away with it. It's like fuck. <laughs> well, see that's why he should just like you know. He should have, like, closed his eyes and concentrated. He probably could have 
Probably took him on. I know. Uh, his eyes are burning. <laughs> Maybe, but he wasn't trained to do that. Remember in Bloodsport? Remember, we talked about Frank oh, Dukes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Right? yeah. Remember, we talked about Frank. Frank's done it. You know, yeah. he was trained by, you know, the best of the best. So, that's ain't nobody right. getting through to him. That's probably good that he just took off from Red. Yeah, this so. guy. Yeah, this guy. He would be yeah. no match. No, no. No match. Frank Dukes would have been a match, though. Frank Dukes would <laughs> <laughs> He would have licked all that powder out of the air and didn't yeah. the money. Uh, well, it's, it's a good move, though. It's a good move. <laughs> good move, yeah. So if you're out, because it snowed quite a bit last last week, um, mm-hmm. but apparently it's so enough for this guy. He didn't want to shovel. The, he was got tired of shoveling, right? So instead of uh, shoveling it, he decided that he would reach for a can of gasoline and pour it <laughs> on the snow and try to burn it off. <laughs> <laughs> So when he did when he did that, police and firefighters responded to the man's home in um, Patterson Avenue, where he had set the small fire trying to melt the snow and ice. So once the fire department arrived, they called for called in the Brigham County Hazmat Unit, who used a speedy dry to slop up the gas. Uh, the man who police would not name had poured about a half a gallon of gasoline. Holy shit! On a gravelly tube. I know <laughs> that's a lot of fucking gasoline. Holy shit! On a two by <laughs> two by two square. Just and it was just like a two foot by two foot square section in his backyard. <laughs> Why didn't he go inside? If he's cold. Uh, I don't know. So <laughs> okay. So he th- he he thought it'd be a good idea. He thought it'd be a good idea would be to dump the gasoline on. And light the fire, says says uh, police Saint John Gibbons. Um, the neighbors called the end up calling the police because it smelled so bad. And, it, <laughs> Shit. and uh, they're basically telling people not to do this if you have snow on your in your driveway to actually go out and shovel it off or scrape it off. But yeah. don't use fire because the the guy is lucky he didn't burn down his house or mm-hmm. catch himself on fire. Yeah, and that's pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, remember last week the story that we talked about where the guy he he called in like a murder and he was hoping that the oh, cops yeah, so would get, <laughs> would clear his plowed, drive for him. Plowed the, the the driveway through there. Yeah, he thought he would hope that they would have to shovel it for him to get yeah. to his house. <laughs> See, he should have done that. I know be, that, that would have been less <laughs> less troublesome. <laughs> man, are people just getting lazier? Like, yeah, I'll just pour gas. No, don't do that uh, shit, man. Don't pour gas. Yeah. Yeah, uh, people just get. I don't know, because um, I think because it's, it's probably happening where a lot of people who aren't used to dealing with snow, like uh, you know, people in Texas and stuff like that, like a lot of yeah. them are are you know are dying or are actually getting injured <laughs> from like bringing their barbecue grills in the house. <laughs> no, are you and, serious? Yeah, it's 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 uh it's because they don't know, you know. Oh man. They they think they can warm the house with that. They didn't have any electricity. They're just trying to get warm, which I can understand. But you know, a lot of them don't realize. You know, you're gonna you're gonna you could die of monoxide poisoning. Oh yeah, or carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit! I didn't I didn't. I guess that's something. I guess I I just figured everyone knew. Stupid me. Yeah, you don't do that. Well, even that happens here. I just I remember <laughs> last winter some 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 uh, family behind our house they. They were start trying to start a fire with, I think, like a with a baby, basically a barbecuer, in the house to keep warm. 
and they ended up like everybody was like i was like in the backyard right and i hear all this like the fire department stuff and then i i kind of I, I climb over the i climb up the fence and look see what's going on mm-hmm. and they're like laying all over the front of the house because they're trying to get oxygen oh man <laughs> and the fire department's there and they have like they hook up this thing to the door it blows all like tries to it basically gets all the air out of the of the yeah suck all the, the car- carbon dioxide yeah suck out. all the air out yeah so i mean it, it happens oh, even man. places where you know people are used to it but so i could just <sighs> imagine people you know like people with texas don't really deal with this shit mm-hmm. no that's yeah. true i mean like i said it was just something i guess maybe because i knew it i figured everyone knew it <laughs> well there's a there's one um a, a, a um, woman and her daughter who went into into the uh garage and we're sitting in the car with it on, with the with the closed garage. Oh, really? So they're sitting in their car trying to keep warm, man. With the car on, and that's, you know that's that's a good that's way a, to fall asleep and die. Oh yeah, that's a peaceful death right there. Shit, man! Don't people watch movies? You don't do that unless you're committing suicide. Like, don't fucking sit in the garage with the car. Running. I know. It, it, that's like the a common shut. thing when people, that's like one of the ways people kill themselves. Yeah, because it's the least painless, you know? So Yeah, because what I heard, you just fall asleep and then you just don't wake up. That's it. Yeah, game over. Man, but, that's crazy. Well, hopefully, shit. Like, guys, he, didn't, he learned his lesson or something because still Texas, huh? We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. get off Texas. We, we, <laughs> we dealt with that last week. You guys had a, yeah, you guys had a rough, rough. You guys had it rough. We're sorry. We're making fun of you, but yeah, we'll Hope we'll, we'll wait right. down the line. We'll Hopefully give it a couple months, right. and then we'll yeah, well then we'll talk shit about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you right, so it, we're gonna take, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. When we get back. We do. We're gonna do. I can't believe it's not Google. See you guys in a little bit. And we're back. It's I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people from the internet ask us advice on life, love, sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to the problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice. It's not bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. So this week we have Jeff Romaine, and he says, My girlfriend asked me where I wanted to go for my birthday dinner. So I made a few suggestions, and she rejected every one of them. (laughs) She then picked a place on her own. She just decided to pick a place. She wanted to go, to which was I was a little annoyed. But the worst part of it is when after we ate, uh, she made me pay for my own birthday <laughs> dinner. She didn't even <laughs> offer to pay a half. <laughs> so I'm 32 years old and I'm old school and have no issues with paying for dinner when it's my girlfriend when we go out to eat. But this particular situation had me rethinking things. Should I be upset or am I blowing this out of proportion? Uh, we've been dating for six months. I don't know if I should continue. What should I do? Well, the bitch is selfish, obviously. I mean, wh- why would she even ask you? Like, I know. Hey, where do you want to go? Tell me where to go. No, 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 no. You know, it's like, fuck, fuck you. It's like, I'll go and you stay home or you go where you want to go. It's like, geez, what's the point? Like, why is she even asking him? What, is she just but, yeah, trying to make catering to his ego for a second and then when he decides she's, she's gonna shoot him down I, I don't know I think that girl doesn't respect him she doesn't respect him or she doesn't really care about him because if if 
his birthday, at least he gets to have a choice, right? Well, at least once. Mm-hmm. And then she just shoots it down anyway. She don't respect him. She don't care about him. Fucking move yeah, on, cause pal. Is, yeah, because this is like a date, you know, his day. Exactly. Or, you know... <clears throat> Where you know you should have the birthday, you know the birthday dinner paid for. Yeah, you, know, you get driven around. She makes around, him whatever nice big, he wants. You get a big, juicy blowjob at the end of it, and mm-hmm. you know you go to bed and you're happy. Yeah, but she can't even fucking want that one day. You know, let him decide where they're gonna go eat, and then making it pay for it. That's even fucking worse. Like she's either super controlling or she just doesn't respect him, right? You know, like she's gonna dictate everything that happens. Mm. But I, well, I don't know, man. Say her, he doesn't say her age, so maybe she's younger. I was kind of wondering. Just, yeah, because he says he's 32, so I'm, maybe like, she's is she like, like 20? Early, early 20s and just, you know, just, you like know, everybody's kind of shit, shithead at, at 20. Oh, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, stay away from those selfish. Yeah. yeah, a little selfish. Because they haven't, they haven't grown. They don't, you know, they don't know anything no, yet. No, But I can understand that. He didn't say how old she was, but. I, I would, I would, not, I would cut her loose, man. Unless, unless you know, he just you know he loves her for the sex and he doesn't like really care about her. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what's they've the been point? dating for they've been dating for six months, but that's that's the point where you should like you should you be know, able to say something. At that point, you should decide. Okay, do I really want to stay with this person or should I go? Even earlier than that, like even three, maybe three oh, yeah, months you into sh- the relationship. Shit, some people I've known people who like go on first dates and like fuck this person. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, too many red flags. Like, you know. I mean, they, they might. She might have been cool at first, and then you, you, you yeah. get to that point where we're actually seeing, you know, the, the, that that initial, you know, best foot forward uh, attitudes kind of goes away, kind of mm-hmm. fades away, you know. Yeah, honeymoon's over. Becoming, yeah, they start becoming who they actually are and yeah. not what they want you to be. Yeah. I think this is like a really big indicator on what who, who she actually. Is. Yeah, she's showing her ass now. She ain't, she ain't hiding anymore. You know? Yeah. Now she's, she's getting to the point where she's comfortable and she she doesn't yeah. give a shit and and if she's that kind of person that yeah I I kind of decide to move on especially with that kind of treatment yeah it doesn't seem like maybe one day she'll either realize like look back you know after he's gone and you know she's probably fucked up the next you know five you know she's you know relationships and she's bitching on Instagram why there's no good men yeah. out there there's no good men out there you know <laughs> And and then you know when people start you know deep diving into why you know her attitude they're gonna find out she's a shit person, mm. you know then then maybe she'll maybe or hopefully she'll realize the error of her ways you know you know some people learn some people are like man maybe I shouldn't have done that you know I kind of yeah reject, well, like, every, it, like I feel bad about how I treated somebody yeah like I was I was thinking it's like maybe I mean did she did he did he actually bring it up to her and say hey you know this this is what you did on my birthday I was kind of kind of annoyed yeah, that's a good you question. Know? Maybe maybe she didn't realize what what kind of a you know dumb bitch she's being. Yeah, maybe she and didn't maybe realize that's bothering her. Him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if you just went and you acted like you're okay with it, maybe she didn't know. She True. didn't realize that you. Were. True. Yeah, he might so be silent mean. about all this, and she doesn't know that she's doing anything wrong, and and then he's coming to us for advice. Well, fucking grow a pair, Jeff. <laughs> fucking say something. <laughs> Fuck man. I would, yeah, I would I would mention it and say, hey, you know, I thought that was kind of shitty what you did on my birthday. Yeah. And then see what she says. Is she says, "Oh shit, I didn't realize I was being that shitty." Maybe. But again, you know. why, why, why would you think about it, man? Why would you be like, "Hey, you know," it'd be like me telling you, "Hey, you want to let's go for lunch, whatever you want, it's on me." All right, and then you tell me like sixth place. I'm like, "Fuck no," you know that. Uh, I, I didn't really mean that. Belt. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, yeah, the, only, the, the only reason, the only way, you know, it might be valid if, if, like, maybe she's, like, lactose intolerant and some of these places are, like, you know. Yeah, like, she's allergic to everything that you Yeah, suggested. yeah. And then, you yeah. know, but then she should be I like, hey, look, case, yeah. th- but then he should know that, right? He should know her weaknesses yeah. already by six exactly. months. Exactly. Yeah. So then he'll be like, no, I won't choose, you know, Taco Bell because it gives her the shits and, you know, stuff like that. But it doesn't sound like that, right? It sounds like this bitch just is like, hey, you know, where are you taking me for dinner on your birthday? It's basically. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically what it is. You're man. just lucky that you have this pussy right now. Yeah, I know. I know. You need yeah. to pay for it every day, every day that you have it. Shit. Fuck that, man. So the women. Well, I think you have our, uh, our uh, advice, I, our, Jeff. You advice speak, is- speak up or move on, pal. Yeah, get out, get out of there. I think you should just get out and fight I think else. too. I think so too. Unless he, unless right, so he tells her, and then and then she's like, fuck, then she's scared, and then she wants to stay. If she's young, she might do that, right? Yeah, she might, but I, she, I think that's that's a big thing. Which I know. For a birthday, I can, yeah, I can, I can kind of say like, hey, mm-hmm. you got to be a pretty selfish person. And even if she does realize it, it just, I don't know. I, I would just kind of. I'd be wary. I'd be cautious and kind of keep an eye on other things that she does. And also just keep an eye on if there's somebody else that you might want to (laughs) check out. Yeah, I know. And then, you know, just kind of play it by ear and just, you know, know, slowly back away from it. I mean, it's only six months, so you can still kind of. It's not a big investment. You're still young enough. You can still still kind of find somebody else and and be on your way. All right, so it's time to wrap it up. Uh, so stay tuned for the after show, The Dark Web, where we're going to be talking about deadly ocean survival stories. So we'll see you guys on the other side. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, thanks for everyone for coming back and staying for the dark web. So I thought these were kind of interesting, these uh, deadly, you know, survival ocean stories. Because me, I don't like the ocean, man. I don't know about you. I like being on, you know, on the shore and watching it, listening to it. All that stuff mm-hmm. I'm cool with, but you know, sometimes people ask me, "Hey, you want to go out and charter? You know, do a fishing?" And and I'm like, "How long is that?" And they're like, 10 hours." I'm like, "Fuck that!" Like, I don't want to be way out in the ocean for ten hours. I'm just, it's not for me, man. It's, it's kind of creepy me. when you're out there and you, because you don't know what's underneath. <laughs> I know. Put your feet and, in there, and it's gonna someone's gonna eat your feet. And and if you get sick, they don't come back. They're like, "You got to fucking stick it out." We're out here. Our our goal is ten hours. You know, we fish and you do this, right? So then, and then you're fucked. And I don't like that. So, hello, are you there? Are you there? Oh, there you are. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, so but but I'm thankful to the people who do all that stuff. You know, they they do fishing and they provide fish and all that good scrimps for us and everything and sushi. So. These are a couple stories of some people who on boats and the crew died, but they survived. It's a couple, got a couple stories. So the first guy here is Harrison Ojeba Okini. So he was a cook on the tugboat RS's Jason 4. So while he was out at sea on the boat, the nightmare that I'm that unfolds, 
began while he was on his bathroom break. So while he was, you know, taking a shit, the entire bathroom just flipped upside down. His whole world Holy flipped shit. over. Literally flipped oh, that over. Was and that yeah, and that was because the, the the tugboat had capsized. Now the reason for the capsize was because of a rogue wave. Okay, but he didn't know that at the time. So immediately he opened the door and he saw his crewmates dragged along the corridor by rushing water, right? That you know, water is dangerous, right? It's just pulling them out. So the next thing he knew, the ship went just pitch black and he was just he was submerged in water. Mm-hmm. So of course when you're you're right there, you're frantically him, he was frantically searching for a pocket of air inside the ship, you know, he, you know, blindly feeling around the corridor, you know, the walls, everything, trying to find just an air pocket. And by luck, he eventually found a pocket of air big enough for him to survive on. So while he was there, he was just, he was not completely submerged. Like he was maybe like, you know, waist deep, but he found like a mattress that he could kind of sit on. And he found a Coke that he could like just kind of suck down on. Right. Just, mm-hmm. just for anything, you know, to drink, just get some energy. Yeah. Yeah. Something just to survive on, I guess. But for three days, he was in complete darkness just with the Coke and in the capsized ship and he was and he breathed slowly to you know to conserve his air and since it's complete darkness and there's nothing else he had to listen to like fish eating on his dead crewmates just just yeah. fishing and yeah just in the water just eating just eating the people so for me i don't know man listening to your friends being in the dark with minimal air out in the ocean that that's that sounds pretty fucked up man that that's yeah. that's a that's a nightmare right there in itself so finally, eventually, after three days, he heard a knock. And he began to knock back furiously. And thankfully, a rescue diver had found him. And he was put into a diver tank. And he was hoisted up to the surface and decompressed for two days, right? So um, he survived, thankfully, the only survivor of the boat, of the crew. But after that, he had been a, a, a fisherman his whole life. But after that, he's like, he became like a farmer. He's like... He lives inland. He goes, I don't want to step foot on another boat again. Like, he's just like, fuck mm-hmm. that. So, I, I don't know. I thought that would be scary. I think the darkness, being in the dark, like I said before, and just hearing people, you know, your crewmates being eaten. No, thanks. That's. Oof. Yeah, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. That's that's a whole nother level. I mean, can you imagine the nightmares you'll have after that? Like, for the mm-hmm. rest of your life? Ugh. Yeah, I wouldn't go near the ocean or anything. No, <laughs> no. It'd be hard you. to take a bath. They want anything <laughs> yeah. to do with water. Yeah, it'd have to be shower, huh? <laughs> Just let it come down <laughs> on you. I know. <laughs> so this next story here is a little bit longer, but this one's Jose Salvador Alvarenga. So Jose was an experienced fisherman. He'd been fishing both privately and commercially for most of his life. So, again, you know... Even the best fishermen, you know, they get fucked up by Mother Nature, right? The the storm, the sea can be very dangerous. So Jose's story, this this happened in late 2012. And what happened was Jose found himself in a fight for his life on the seas that lasted for a crazy amount of time. 438 days he was on the in the ocean. Yeah. So from the beginning, this fishing trip seemed doomed. So the plan was for him and another fisherman to take a 30-hour deep-sea fishing, you know, shift. And they were hopefully, th- their plan was to catch some sharks, marlin, and, and sailfish, which were highly lucrative and they earned lots of money, right? That, this is their job, right? This is their bread and butter. So his, usually fishing, his usual fishing mate had backed out at the last second. So another young man named Ezekiel Cordoba filled in for the job. 
So he had never worked with Ezekiel before. He had never even spoken to this guy before. But Jose, you know, when he met him, he's like, all right, this guy, he's inexperienced, but he's, he'll do. You know, it's going to be a quick 30-hour, you know, I guess 30 hours isn't too long, I guess, for these, you know, career fishermen. So he was like, yeah, we can do this. We'll just do it and get done. So they set out on November 17th on a 24-foot fiberglass skiff that only had one small motor. Right? They, were, they weren't supposed to go way, way, way out deep. They were just, you know, close enough. But on board, they had various fishing tools like a portable electronic radio, a large ice box to hold on the fish, and basically like a little bit of food that they brought and, you know, like sweaters and stuff. But things started out pretty good. They caught over a thousand pounds of fish and they just barely, they had just overloaded their ice box. Like, fuck yeah, you know, we're killing it out here. Mm. But a few hours into the journey, a storm struck. And the storm lasted for five days. So the storm was pretty bad. And they attempted to steer the boat back to the shore. But they couldn't see it because of the rain. Right? Just, just too heavy. Yeah. So on, so on top of the poor visibility, the skiff was weighed down by the hull. Right? All that, that thousand pounds of fish, you know, it was, it was it was making the boat, the skiff, too hard to move, to maneuver. So yeah. they, ended, they ended up emptying it. You know, they got to get rid of all of this fucking money. Basically all the fish. So during the five days, they survived on rainwater and the minimal food they had brought with them. Like I said, they had. But when it finally cleared, you know, they, they finally decided to assess the damage. And the motorboat was gone. The sea had just taken it. And the fishing gear was lost or was damaged. It was unusable. And most of our portable electronics were damaged as well. Now, there was, a ch- there was enough charge in one of the two-way backup radios that Jose had. That he had. And he used it to send out a mayday message to their boss. And the boss got on the other line, and he's like, where you at? And before he could tell him where they're at, you know, lost power. So all they had left was basically only a few basic supplies. Like I said, no radio, no motor. And they were just out there by themselves, stranded. So they weren't sure if the boss would come looking for them. And so the two men's like, we got we to gotta figure out a way to survive. So survive off the sea. So Ezekiel, like I said, he wasn't as experienced as Jose. But Jose had been, remember, he'd been fishing for most of his life. So he was able to catch fish, turtles, jellyfish, seabirds. He was basically able to catch all those things with his bare hands. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. And um, they even collected, like, there would be, like, bottles of water, like, you know, like, um, um, like trash out in the ocean. And they'd find, like, you know, bottles and they'd collect the bottles and they'd use them to collect rainwater, right? But it wasn't enough, right? There wasn't enough rainwater to be collected. So they had mm. to drink like a mixture of turtle blood in their own urine to stay hydrated. So days turned into weeks, weeks into months, and they were serious having any doubts of even being say you know saved at all. And without any way of navigating, they they just thought like, man, we're we're fucking dead out here. You know, we're just wandering aimlessly. So Jose, you know. A lot of times, you know, people kind of go crazy, you know, if, if they don't have anything to do, anything to focus on, right? Stay busy. That's, some people go crazy, like if they're in a, like isolated, you know, in isolation in jail and stuff. But yeah, you know, they, you got to keep your mind busy, right? Yeah. So, so Jose did that by, you know, by charting the phases of the moon. And that also helped him keep track of time. And so, like I said, since he's been most of his life on the sea, he was, he was, you know, he was accustomed to a diet of seafood and, and, you know, relying on the sun and the moon. And he was kind of able to handle the salty, harsh air. You know, everyone that's going to affect, but he was able to withstand it more because he had grown up with that. 
Now, unfortunately, poor Ezekiel, like I said, inexperienced, not very much, you know, fishing at all. He was not accustomed to any of that. So he got sick from the food and became deeply depressed and suicidal. So he basically, sadly, he eventually, you know, gave up and he stopped eating and he died of starvation. Now, Jose, he says he left Ezekiel's body untouched for six days. So mm. they were, by his calculations, they had already been out for half a year out, out in the ocean. And now that he was finally alone, he'd always had Ezekiel with him the whole time. But now he was alone. He Now he really felt isolated. And, you know, now he's like, shit, man, I'm alone. Maybe I should just end it all. But I guess what he says, you know, seeing Ezekiel's body, it gave him like a renewed sense of life. Like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to die. I, I need to live. And he ended up throwing the, his body out to sea. Like, you know, I got to get rid of this. This is just bringing me down. I mean, it's it's a shitty thing, but it's. It's mentally fucking me up. So he threw it out to the sea. Mm -hmm. So um, after the after counting the 15th lunar cycle and 400 days at sea, he finally saw land. So his small beaten up skiff had drifted south to a remote corner of the Marshall Islands, roughly 6,000 miles from where he had set out on his journey. So I was like, fuck. Dude, damn. I know. So he fucking abandoned his skiff and he swam to the shore knocking on the first beach house he saw. The people there that opened the door, they couldn't believe his story. Like, what the fuck? And they called the cops. So the cops came and they couldn't believe his story. Like, they were the same thing. Like, holy shit, you survived? So they they called, they got back to Mexico. They called back his family and everything. And everyone's like, holy shit, we thought you died like over, you know, a year ago. And when they saw him, you know, when everyone assessed the situation and stuff, he was actually in pretty decent shape, you know, despite, you know, the whole situation, you know, the the air and you know lack of lack of water and you know dehydration and stuff like that but you know they were happy they were ecstatic to find him alive and the boss had actually told them you know hey we went out we heard your mayday back then and we heard you and we went to look for you but once the storm had clear had cleared um, we saw there was nothing out there and we thought that the boat sank and you guys died with it that's what he thought and it is a fair assessment right he wasn't it's not like he just gave up or anything but he was just like shit so he got back, you know, he, they, he went back to Mexico and he was happy to go back. And there a lot of people, you know, wanted to hear his story. But there was a lot of skepticism, too. A lot of people felt like he looked too healthy for a man who had been out at sea for over a year. You know, he was thin, right? But his hair, you know, yeah. his hair and beard were long. But and his skin was, you know, weathered from the sun. But, you know, they figured with no food or water, he should have been gaunt and he should have at least had scurvy. Now, keep in mind, you know, they did have, like, a couple shirts and sweaters. You know, he put that over his head. So, <clears throat> you know, that's what kept him from getting, you know, total blisters and sunburn. He did have, like, some clothes to, you know, you have to do that out in the, in the sun, right? The sunlight's going to just kill you. But they thought he should have been in a lot worse shape. So maritime experts also believe that he would have, that for him to sail in a straight line to the Marshall Islands from Mexico would have been damn near impossible without any type of navigation or steering mechanism. But the doctor is pointing out that thanks to his, his sea diet, which consisted mostly of bird and sea turtle meat, it contained mm. high amounts of vitamin C, and that prevented scurvy from setting in. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the discrepancy over his route was also, you know, cleared when they, the University of Hawaii st study proved that the ocean currents that would have directed him right to the islands were spot on. He somehow just got on some <clears throat> currents and just took him straight there. And they proved oh, it, you know. Oh, lucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the last hurdle he had was from Ezekiel Cordova's family. They think that 
when the Jose never threw Cordova's body overboard, rather that Jose actually ate him, you know, using his body for his nutrients, for sustenance, right? Mm. But Jose denied it, and he took he passed a lie detector test, and he got cleared of all wrongdoing. So today, Jose lives in, <clears throat> he's originally from El Salvador, but, you know, he, he, he was working out of Mexico, and he went back to El Salvador, and he's in this small town surrounded by land. He doesn't want to go back to the ocean. <laughs> he's like, fuck that. Like, yeah, I wouldn't either like, after all yeah, that shit. Yeah. He's, uh, he's just living a quiet life, you know, in, in his landlocked, you know, <laughs> his house. But I I don't know, man. That's that's almost like, uh, what was that movie um, with Tom, Tom, or with, uh, <clears throat> with Wilson? Remember uh, with Tom Hanks? Um Remember when he's out? He's he was he his boat his plane crash landed. Castaway. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Remember Castaway? That it kind of made me think of that. You know how but he was on the you know how he was on the island for a while for years and then yeah. But even then, like even being on an island by yourself and mm-hmm. isolation, uh, just alone, isolated. And yeah. I just remember that scene where he had like, like he has tooth. He had like that problem with his tooth. He had to fucking knock himself out with that fucking rock. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the, the problems you have when, you know, you don't have, like, modern medicine or anyone Yeah, to help you don't you. realize, you don't yeah. realize how how lucky, lucky we, are. we are to have the shit that we have. Be able to see a, you know, a dentist or just be able to, you know, get mm-hmm. some drugs for something when you're not feeling well. or Yeah. Even just, just the idea of, like, Tylenol or, you know, Advil. Yeah. Like, that's, Very like, helpful. miracles. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, these these reiterated my feelings of not wanting to be a fisherman. <laughs> like I wouldn't want to do yeah. this stuff. This is too much for me. Yeah, I've never been a big on fishing. I never understood how, you know, if I if I needed to eat, it's it was my way to survive. Then I can do fishing, but mm-hmm. I just don't. I can't. I can't just sit there and and not do nothing and wait for something to bite onto a, a line. It just drives I, me crazy. You get a little restless, huh? Yeah, it, it just annoys me so I, I it's funny because everybody i know loves going fishing and they always want me to go and i'm like i don't really like to. no no <laughs> no thank you yeah well this will be another reason why not to man that's too scary exactly i could tell them these stories and they'll yeah leave, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like i said i don't know what's worse this one or, or surviving like being like just complete darkness and you don't know what's gonna if any something's gonna come up and bite you right do those fish trying to nibble on him you know, just all that stuff. You know, that, that first story, you know, or this guy, you know, just being out in the ocean, yeah. you know, of the ocean. Even even if you see a plane or something, you know, um, you know, c- come by and, 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 you know, they're not going to see you. You know, you're just a, like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. It's just. Oh. You're pretty much Thanks. as good as dead. And yeah. you're lucky like these guys. Yeah. All right. That's it, well, man. that's. That's enough of the internet for tonight. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for joining us here at the bunker. And if the world doesn't end by then, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.